You're listening to Practical Wellness with best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and mind-body wellness expert, Jaya Jaya Myra. Learn how to create good mental, emotional, and physical health simply and naturally with practical lifestyle tips for holistic well-being. Jaya Jaya Myra has inspired audiences worldwide and is here to empower you to live a healthy, purpose-filled life. And now, your host, Jaya Jaya Myra. Hey everyone, Jaya Jaya Myra here. Welcome to another episode of the Practical Wellness Podcast. Today I have registered holistic nutritionist, Amanda Elise Love with me. Amanda, it is great to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. You also host a podcast called Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. So I love that we're going to be talking about fibromyalgia today. Yeah, so am I. And you were a guest on it. So that that is right. So a lot of people have a ton of myths associated with fibromyalgia. What do you think a couple of the most important myths to dispel are? Uh, that you can't get better with it. I That's the biggest thing. I think people think, oh, well, I have this diagnosis. I'm stuck with it for the rest of my life. And that's it. And I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. And there's reasons why you're going through that health journey and you got to keep going. You got to find the right supplements, find the deal with the trauma, deal with the deal with whatever you're dealing with, your food choices, something Mm -hmm. is setting that off. Uh, Absolutely. So you went through a similar journey to me where you had to find ways to overcome fibromyalgia naturally. When you went to a doctor, did they tell you that this was intreatable or incurable? Uh, Yeah, they said I was depressed and I was only 20 years old. And they said, well, take the medications, do the physical therapy. And it's at 20 years old, you shouldn't be having to do that at any age. Uh, absolutely. And how discouraging is it when you have a doctor tell you that you're going to be dealing with something for the rest of your life? I, not only is that highly inappropriate, I, I just don't even understand how in this day and age, there's still people that have that story, like to this day, even though there's so many holistic ways and different modalities out there to target and treat symptoms and conditions like fibromyalgia. Yeah, it's crazy. I was diagnosed will be 11 years in the fall and I still, people still like, I just talked to someone today and she's like, yeah, my doctor didn't want to hear any, she thought she knew it all about fibromyalgia and she didn't want it. She didn't want any help research that type of thing. So that person like, yeah came crying and she said she never went to that doctor again because that doctor didn't, wasn't even open to anything. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't, despite the fact that allopathic medicine doesn't have any great solutions for dealing with it. Now, as a holistic nutritionist, I would love to hear your perspective on the role of food and how it relates to chronic pain in the body. Yeah, I think I think I always tell people food plays 
overall, whatever health condition you have. Um, it gives, if you're having sugar, that could aggravate the pain. If you have gluten, then you might be getting headaches, you're fatigued. I think a lot of times we go halfway with our health and we don't look at the food aspect as strictly. We just go straight to the medications and food plays a huge role. Absolutely. And I know a lot of people who have suffered from chronic pain do have gluten and since in, sorry, yeah. gluten sensitivities. Right. I know actually I previously did. Uh, I don't have sensitivity to gluten anymore. I think like the more that the body regains the capacity to heal right. itself, like your food choices will definitely expand. But when you're in a healing process, like you've got to be there and be present with it in the moment and do what is necessary for your body. And I love what you said about sugars. We all know that refined sugars are highly inflammatory. They're going to cause pain. Uh, I found that dairy is another culprit for that, uh, highly inflammatory. Yeah, dairy. I, I used to have so many like congestion mm -hmm. and stuff. I had sore throats every couple weeks and stuff. So I feel like, but nobody talks about dairy. I know it's like they talk about it if you're lactose intolerant and how it's going to yeah. cause GI distress, but you don't hear people oftentimes talking about how dairy causes pain in the body, how it gives you yeah. brain fog, uh, just all the other very negative side effects that right. go along with it. I mean, I hadn't heard any of that actually until fairly recently, which is, which is highly, highly surprising. I mean, I never knew I that I had sensitivities. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I have very high sensitivities to gluten, dairy, soy, and eggs. And I don't hear, well, we hear about dairy free stuff nowadays, but we don't really mm -hmm. hear about that people should really cut that out, especially if you have a lot of immune issues. And mm -hmm. I, I think the big thing right now is we just say, oh, go gluten free. And people don't that's the end thing right now. Yeah. And it, it, it's kind of, kind of strange to, to me to just like focus on one single approach as to try right. to, as opposed to trying to get the body to heal itself naturally. Like how do you get your parasympathetic nervous system to kick back in and yeah. start its regenerative processes? How do you support the adrenals so that you don't feel fatigued and low energy? Tired. Yeah. Like, this stuff is so important and it's all nutrition based that that is the highly interesting thing about it is you can right? combat most fibromyalgia symptoms through diet. So what are some of your favorite dietary foods or supplements uh, that you found helped you in your journey? Uh, yeah. So the biggest thing that helped me in my journey, I did elimination diet and that was my big thing I did. And that helped with the headaches, the fatigue. People, I think when people think elimination diet, it scares you. But if you are at that point where you're tired of being sick and tired, then you really could try getting rid, try getting rid of those foods and then adding them back in. But I always tell people one molecule of gluten can save your body up to weeks, up to months. So you can't cheat. And I think people need to realize if you're going to go gluten-free, you have to do it for a while. Your body 
doesn't bounce back within a day or a week, right? Yeah, absolutely. Another interesting thing about food is that you can have a sensitivity towards something at one point in time and not at another when you're dealing with something in particular. So it's not uncommon at all when you see holistic providers that they will tell you, hey, maybe you need to cut the gluten. You need to cut the oats for now. You know, you need to cut out soy, whatever, whatever it is, like there is something going on in the body that if you eliminate whatever is causing stress at that moment, it's going to help the body to heal itself more naturally. Yeah. The body, what we, what people need to realize is your body can heal. It's Mm -hmm. just, you have to do the work and so a lot of times we don't want to do the work, but if you want to live a full life and do everything you want, sometimes your health has to be put first. Absolutely. Without health, you really don't have anything <laughs> right? else. You know, they say health know. is wealth, but it's I, true. true. Right. If, like, like we talked about on my podcast with your story, if we don't have our health, then how are we supposed to live our true purpose of life that God wanted for us? Absolutely. If you don't feel good, you can't give your best into anything. And if you can't give your no. best into something, you're just not able to truly show up and be fully you. No, and it's sad. And then you can't show up for your family and friends also. So if you don't yes. do it, you have to do it for yourself first. And then, but if that's not going to motivate you, then you have to find out, find out why, what's your big why that you want to get better. I think that is a great first place for people to start. Uh, Amanda, thank you so much for being here with me today. It's been an honor to speak with you. Thank you so much. This was fun. Make sure to go check out more about Amanda's work. You can find her online at amandaeliselove.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Amanda Elise Love. You've been listening to another episode of the Practical Wellness Podcast. Make sure to download, share with your friends and family, and have a great day.